This is Gray Man Media Content. Across the world, tales of draconic creatures appear in virtually all cultures. Huge serpents were described at least as early as the age of the ancient Greeks and Sumerians, but go back all the way to 4500 BC in Mongolia. Mongolia. From benevolent gods to hell on earth, we set out to find the myths and the legends of these beasts. Today, Wolf takes a bite out of dragons. I've climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. One type is about three feet tall, very dark. Not humanoid at all. Yet lizard looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. For the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. Welcome back to another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast. I'm your host, John Wolf, the Lord John Wolf, with my co-host, the Lord Devin Gray. It's me, bitches. Insert picture of our lordships here. Something like that. Today, grab your pitchforks and your swords as we go Excalibur exploring. To a whole new world where we talk about dragons. Rawr. Fire. There's a lot of different dragons. We're going to be getting into that today. Whether they're real or not. Or were they real? Are they still real? Are they here now? Probably. Do you have a dragon in your pocket, Devin? They walk among us. They walk among us. Dragons are one of us. Here we go again. So, basically. Dragons. Real. Or not real? They walk among us. That is the question. It's like lizard people. <sighs> Reptilians. <laughs> Duh. They walk among us. I mean, yeah, they do. So, I'm John. That is Devin. <laughs> and dragons walk among us. They walk among us. Good episode. We'll see you on the next one. So, really, dragons have had a very tepid history. In fact, their origins go back as far as the early 15th century. It's true. Mm -hmm. They walked among us then. Maybe even sooner than that. They walked among us now. One of the earliest creatures to appear in the tales and legends of ancient China the dragon is most often depicted as a giant beast which dwells in either water sources or clouds. Clouds are comfy. The Chinese dragon is extraordinarily powerful, and when it flies, it's usually accompanied by lightning and thunder. Oh, oh I'm turning into I'm done. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Excuse me. What am I, Draconis, in there? On what reality the dragon was first invented is not known. Although some historians suggest a link with rainbows and serpent of the sky, which seems to be seen after rain showers and Orndor waterfalls, aka a rainbow. Yeah, bro. Carved jade dragons <laughs> have been excavated, which can be dated back to 4,500 and 3,000 BCE. It's wild. That's before Christmas and Easter. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Far before any written records could be captured and or have appeared. Despite the dragon's fearsome aspect, it was not usually seen as a bad-intentioned monster that inhabits the myths of cultures around the world where it is typically slain by a brave hero figure, either one of us. Indeed, in China, the dragon was and is regarded still as being just a benevolent creature. They walk among us. 
and we're back to our old ways. It is for this reason they became associated with rulership, and especially the emperors of China who, in their capacity as holders and of the mandate of heaven, know God's representative on earth, dragons and emperors. Yeah, bro. They must always rule in just an impartial manner for the good of all their subjects. Now, the populace, in general, considered the dragon as a lucky symbol and a bringer of wealth in the Asian culture. Further, ancient farmers thought dragons brought much-needed rains and water to aid their crops. Dragons also thought responsible for strong winds, hailstorms, thunder, lightning, and tornadoes. Oh, my. The latter is still known today as a dragon's whirlwind. I've never heard that terminology before. It's, it's dude. It's pretty interesting. Dude, they love their dragons. Yeah. They're real into dragons over there. Fucking awesome, man. Pretty much their entire civilization, civilization is built around the, this belief. So they gotta be real, right? They want to do this. But you know, dragons don't just come from Asia. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. They come from all over. This is true. In fact, we've all seen the Lion King, but what they forgot to mention <laughs> is that there's also African dragons. There is. There is African dragons. The most notable dragon comes from Egyptian mythology. Apep is the enemy of Ra, by the way, the sun god. Uh, when the sun sets in this evening, it must travel under the earth throughout the night. And this underworld is home to a vast dark sea where Apep awaits to leap out and swallow the sun. Every night, Ra must evade and vanquish Apep for the sun to rise the next morning. Apep was seen as a giant snake serpent-like creature leading to such titles as Serpent of the Nile, an evil lizard. Some elaborations even said that he stretched 16 yards in length and had a head made of flint. Other descriptions say that he was a massive golden snake, large enough to swallow the sun itself. I was going to say 16 yards. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, math. You, you carry that there and you do this here and then... The sun's bigger than 16 yards. Oh, bro. By a lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, by quite a... By a few yards, at least. At least, at least 17 yards or more. <laughs> Although, it being a serpent, I did literally just look at a video. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> of a snake eating a deer hole. That was interesting. A big deer. A little bit of a big snake. It was a big snake. And that snake was not 16 yards. It was a big snake, but it wasn't that big. It wasn't even 16 yards. Right. They ate a deer. So Maybe be, a 16-yard snake could do it. This could be plausible. <laughs> When the well, hold on. It wasn't a 16, <coughs> sorry. It wasn't a 16-yard snake. It was a 16-yard dragon. That's the part we're missing. It's a dragon. Serpent. Serpent dragon. Yeah. There's dragons in Africa. There are dragons in Africa. <laughs> so when the gods set, Isis and Ra decided that they should be given power to rule over Egypt. Apep refused to give them anything. Then the three gods rebelled against Apep and were able to defeat him and throw him to the underworld. Apep was furious and vowed to take his revenge on them. He made his way through the underworld to place near the horizon where he knew Ra must travel on his solar barge to put the sun into the sky. The sun could fit on a barge. Yeah, bro. I love Egyptian mythology. Dude, it's it is really fascinating. It's actually beautiful. <clears throat> I haven't looked into like Egyptian mythology since I was like in middle school and it like relit a fire in me. I was like, oh yeah, this stuff's really freaking cool. It. God damn it. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I dig it. Uh I've actually kind of been a raw worshipper. Is that right? For a while now, yeah. yeah. It's one of the many pantheons that I, I actually follow. West African Voodoo. Traditions include worship of rainbow serpents. The serpent has many roles in many different versions of voodooism. There's no in in that? I just said that. Voodooism. It's an un. Vood. I think it's voodooism. 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 Yeah. 
I think that's how it's pronounced. I Googled it at one point. Clickety clack. Clickety clack. Yeah. That's no, just say that. (laughs) For example, she carried the creator spirit Maui Lisa in her mouth. Maui Lisa populated the land with life while the serpent carved out valleys in the landscapes with her serpent tine movements. I'm a snack. <laughs> Forming mountains and hills with her dung. Mm-hmm. Image. Some religions even have the rainbow serpent holding a sky for all eternity. Interesting. So what I'm hearing. It's kind of like Atlas holding the world on its shoulders. Wasn't that on the back of a turtle? It's there's also been that depicted as well. It's yeah. just interesting how so many cultures have these shared beliefs. It's uh, it makes you wonder like if everybody was saying these same things. Like this is weird. I mean, Americans still believe that we've been to the moon and in space, and that's obviously not the case. Oh, great! Because you can see <laughs> in NASA videos the air bubbles coming out of the astronauts' suits. I mean, come on, we all know. Oh yeah. We yeah. all know that's filmed in a fucking swimming pool. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah, that tether to the spaceship. It's just sucking the air back out and going in. I mean, that's all it is, so you can hide the bubbles. But every once in a while, there's a little bubble escape. I mean, they say it's flex of debris in space, but fuck yeah. Come on. You think we're really up there spinning around at 59,000 miles an hour, and they're just like, I'm going to attach this radar dish so I can get cable on the spaceship. Did you you know that China has their own space station? Yeah, it's fake, too. I thought that, well... Regardless of that, I, I thought the International Space Station was the only one. Turns out, not at all. So, theoretically, the International Space Station is the main space station, but apparently, if we actually are in space, every country has their own space station, including Russia, by the way. I don't think so. They, the yeah. International Space Station is shared by Russian cosmonauts and astronauts. Can you see up there? Oh, no. no. Can you? No. Oh, okay. So, we don't know. So, we have the same proof. So, we, we have, have same, no we idea. We have the equal amount we of proof. We have no idea, Excellent. Seven. Excellent. Space is fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dragons. Back to Hollow Earth. Speaking of Americans, dragons in America. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the one you probably recognize the most, honestly. The horned serpent was one of the most common form of the Native American dragons, recurring figure among many indigenous tribes of the Southeast Woodlands and other tribal groups. Among the Cherokee people, a horned serpent is called a Utica. Probably said that wrong. <laughs> Anthropologist James Mooney definitely said that right. Describes the creature as, and I quote, those who know say that the Utica is a great snake as large around as a tree trunk with horns on its head and a bright blazing crest like a diamond on its forehead. The scales glowing like sparks of fire. Long pause. It has rings or spots of color along its whole length and cannot be wounded except by shooting it in the seventh spot from the head because under the spot is its heart and its life. Yeah, he probably said it just like you did too. The blazing diamond (laughs) is transparent. I'm so glad we're on camera now so I can do air quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did them before. Yeah. Just no one ever knew. No. (laughs) We forgot that a lot. And he who can win it may become the greatest wonder worker of the tribe. Okay, dragon. So I don't think that's the one that most people are, are familiar with. But it is worth a man's life to attempt it. For whoever is seen by the Udinga is also dazed by the bright light. And he runs towards the snake instead of trying to escape. As if this were not enough, the breath of Udinga is so toxic that no living creature can survive should they inhale the tiniest bit of the foul air expelled by the Udinga. I'm saying that all the way wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I was getting worse every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pronounced it differently every time. 
Even to see that you knew Tikanaya. Asleep. <laughs> You're not even trying. Asleep means death. Not to the hunter himself, but also to his family. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. Also in uh, Mesoamerica, not Mesopotamia, history, many different <laughs> anthropological anthropolitical groups worshipped a feathered serpent deity among the Aztecs whose beliefs are the best documented <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm not going to do that in the historical sources uh, the Quisitesical Quatacuetl 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 Kumquat yeah Yes, definitely. The kumquat was related to the gods of the wind. It's Quetzalcoatl, if you guys want to look into it yourself. Good luck spelling it. It's a nightmare. The Quetzalcoatl was related to the gods of the wind. The planet Venus of dawn. You want to spell it for him real quick? Of merchants and of (laughs) arts, crafts, and knowledge. He was the patron god of the Aztec priesthood of learning and knowledge. Quetzalcoatl... Hey! I remember that guy. You named it. Yeah, I do remember that guy now. Now that I'm reading it now and I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh yeah, I did something about that. (laughs) Quetzalcoatl was one of the several most important gods in Aztec Pantheon. In Brazil, a fiery serpent was described as... Its great fiery eyes leave it almost blind by day, but by night it can see everything. According to legend, serpents survived the Great Flood. You know, Moses is... Yeah. And in Chile, there were serpent gods of water, earth, and fertility. I want to meet that fertility dragon. Bro. Yeah. (laughs) It's in my pants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He said it, not me. (laughs) Well, that was a train wreck. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, fun. Yeah. It's interesting. uh, It's interesting that... um, you know, because most people, when you think of dragons, you, you usually think of like, um, you know, classic Eastern European or maybe even Western European. If you're if you've kind of looked into it a little bit more dragons. And of course, most people are aware of like the Asian type dragons. Um, but I think overall, that's what people think of. And it's just interesting to find uh, instances of dragons literally all over the world. Brazil, Mesoamerica, uh, North America in the native uh, Native American tribes. We see them in Africa. We see them in Asia. It's just you it's actually crazy. see them in uh, some in Nordic lore. You see them actually pretty much every culture. Whoa, he's teasing a little bit. <laughs> I just know that because I saw How to Train a Dragon. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's in there. Although <laughs> it's the entire fucking movie. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it it's, it's just in there. You know, it's they throw there. it in it's there. A, it's a throwaway line that no one really pays attention to. And How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. Also, that whole movie, they never fucking tell you. They don't? No. I think I was half asleep for that movie. What's his name? Hiccup? He just fucking touches the nose of the dragon. That's it's the all one with his, the big bro. smile, right? That one? He's the one with one leg. I, I don't remember this movie at all. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon? DreamWorks Pictures? Yeah, I know DreamWorks. Astrid? Astro? Uh, no, the, uh, Night Fury? Yeah. <laughs> He's got crazy eyes. How do you not know this movie? I don't know, man. I need to rewatch it. <laughs> oh, my God. But it is wild, though, that it's everywhere. Hmm. Makes you wonder. That's your only thoughts? Well, no, it just makes you wonder, like, if if everyone everywhere was seeing them, how, were, they, were they real? Where did they go? They walk among us. Fifth-dimensional beings. Possibly. Very. Now we get into the more traditional European depiction of dragons. Here we're going to go rapid fire. (laughs) There's a lot. As we stoke the flames. (laughs) Rapid fire, cultural dragons. We're going to go kind of quick, so hang on tight. In Norse mythology... Jugabinder! You want to... Was the son of Loki and the brother of Wolf Fenrir. Yeah. 
I know that word, did you? <laughs> the Wolf Fenrir. People called him Midgard Serpent, whose body encircled the whole of Midgard. And his tail in his mouth, actually, the appearance of Jugamundur. Now, Nidhogg, who entangled himself with the roots of the Tree of Life, deep down there, he gnawed the roots and ate the corpses. The eyes of Nidhogg dragon sparkled in the darkness, splaying its jaws. During the Ragnarok disaster, y'all remember that, Nidhogg joined the giant army to dethrone the Asgard dwellers. Nidhogg was one of the few Ragnarok survivors who witnessed the new period of the cosmos. Now Fenrir, on the Fen other land, had nothing to do with Ragnarok. In Norris mythology, Fenrir, not Fenrir, Fanfar, was the son of the rich dwarf king from the dwelling of Fenrir. You know, you think as somebody who actually worships Norris gods, I would be better at this, but I'm not. That's tricky, man. It's very tricky. Also, I've never had to do it on camera before, so it's usually in my head. Fenrir did not take the dragon form, but when he was under the curse, he killed his father, hoarding his wealth, and fled into the forest. There, he slowly changed into the form of a dragon to guard his stolen treasure. Now a little bit closer to home, ancient Greek and Roman. Now I said this was going to be rapid fire, but it's not. Well... The story of a hero slaying a giant serpent occurs in nearly every Indo-European mythology. True. In most stories, the hero is some kind of thunder god. <laughs> now you have to insert... <laughs> Chikau. Chikau. No, Chikau. Kachoo! Yeah, that. <laughs> Cars. What? Cars. Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. What? Lightning McQueen. What is that? Is that a dragon? Do you watch fucking kids movies at all? Father of two? Clive Owen, right? Fucking swear to God. Owen Wilson. Kirchiga. Kirchiga. There you go. Yeah. I've seen the movie. Okay. That was a waste of time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. In nearly every iteration of the story, the serpent is either multi-headed or multiple in some other way. Uh, furthermore, in nearly every story, the serpent is always somehow associated with water. The child of Gaia, the Earth Mother, Typhoon, not only wreaked havoc, he also was the father to many different fearsome creatures. Some sources do describe him as being dragon-like, however, with hundreds of fearsome serpentine heads. Much like Landon, who was most known for his winding body around a tree <laughs> in the Garden of Hesperides. That's what it that is. That actually sounds more right. Hesperides. It helps when you read the word. <laughs> his main role was to guard the golden apples that were so prized in his garden, he was considered to be a true dragon or dracon. Dracon, mm -hmm. you bring me. <laughs> it was just like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you come to me on the day of my Dracon's wedding. <laughs> the constellation called Draco is also associated with Leyden. Although the Hydra, we all know about Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys taking out Infinity War. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Although Hydra isn't often referred to as a dragon. It certainly is considered one. This fearsome creature is often depicted as having serpent-like features with multiple heads, sometimes up to 100 of them or more. It's a lot of heads. It's a lot of head. Depending on the source, the Hydra's main function was to guard the entrances to Hades. Now, obviously, there is so much more, but for this episode, we're going to move on to more popular depiction of dragons in the Western world, which seems to be from the Middle Ages to the Renaissance. Mm -hmm. Which confuses me because those periods of dragons were most often depicted in the United Kingdom. 
Well, and there's because we a, didn't come to the Western <clears throat> world until like there's a there's a there's day a, here. There's a pretty good uh, um, like thought process as to where dragons came from in that in that region at that time period. Due to the dragon's reputation for swallowing villagers whole and possibly breathing fire and felling ancient world trees. What's the difference between ancient world trees and a tree today? I have no idea, bro. They were That's older. Some, yeah, they're ancient. Yeah. They also talked. <laughs> and generally saving... And generally serving chaos and embodying evil. Middle Medieval folks were perhaps unsurprisingly keener on writing books titled How to Kill a Dragon than How to Train Your Dragon. Ha! Not my joke. Ha! In short, the dragon became typecast as the villain to one of the mightiest opponents that mankind could ever conceivably confer. Conquer. Mm. Or confer. <laughs> Most dragons were nameless. Footnotes in the ballads that were sung of brave man's triumphs. In the 14th century, tale of Sir Eligamore. Yeah, Eligamore. The dragon is the ultimate and most challenging test. Sir Torrent ups this quota as Torrent gets to kill two dragons. Whoa. Then you've got the dragons in St. George and the dragon of Tristan and Isolde. And who met, actually, identically Grizzly Fates, by the way. Even the celebrated Knights of the Round Table get in on this action. Lancelot does an epic battle with a massive fire-breathing dragon in a tomb. He was the first Dungeons and Dragon Master. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Each tale illuminated a certain pattern. The hero wins and the horse maybe dies. The dragon definitely dies. Mm. Fucking poor horse. <laughs> this would be the template for a long time. And since one can't kill this many a dragon without creating a few tropes, we see the fortification of several related motifs that soon would take flight in the public imagination. The maiden in need of rescue. The chivalric, the chivalric quest and climatic dragon fight and the castle. But, plot twist, does the Middle Ages basically a continual continent-wide massacre of dragons in Western literature. This would curiously give us two of the greatest dragons of all time. Today, Fanvir and the unnamed dragon of Beowulf are central to this draconic lore. I don't know why we want to unname that dragon from Beowulf because we all know it was that dragon from that movie with that kid. Unnamed dragon. No, no, Devin. Uh, what was the one where he found the egg? It's a book. I don't know. I'm blanking on it now. Fuck me running. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. What's the name of the book? Edgar. Allan Poe? No. Igor. Frankenstein? Motherfucker. I'm not, Help me out. I don't know what you're talking Aragon. about. Aragon. That's it. Oh, Aragon. Yeah. Okay. I actually yeah. didn't know that. Is that one? The, one the, that's not the one from Beowulf. How do we know? I mean, I guess we don't. That dragon didn't die in that movie. <laughs> or book. These two dragons would cast long shadows for centuries. Both set the benchmark for a dragon's ferocity, might, and potential for destruction. Both perpetrated the tropes most closely entwined with the dragon, including the fire and the greed for gold. And both forged the construct of a dragon slayer for both who were slain by mortals. Yet... This wasn't even the hardest trial at hand. In this age, and all coming ages, the dragon still faced an even greater enemy. His own biblical ghost. To the people of the Middle Ages, it was Satan. Plain and simple. And deserved to be killed every time. Mm -hmm. I think they just like the taste. The dragon meat's pretty good. Also, when dragons die, magic dies. So fuck you for ruining it for the rest of us. 
When Christianity spread across the world, dragons took... I almost thought it said dragons have a TikTok. Dragons... <laughs> they probably do. I bet there's one. That'd be dope. Yeah. Let's start it. <laughs> dragons took a decidingly sinister interpretation. They came to represent Satan. Mm-hmm. We are here. We are dragons. Satan rules. Yeah. 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 Protest. In middle evil times, middle evil, you know, not high evil. In medieval times, most people who heard anything about dragons knew them from the Bible, and it's likely that most Christians at the time believed in the literal existence of dragons. After all, Leviathan, a massive monster described in detail of the book of Job, sounds like a dragon. It's a big old dragon. Devin, all this is really a long-winded, poorly pronunciated way of asking <laughs> ourselves, are dragons real? They walk among us. <sighs> Why? If you just look at the... If you just look at all of the evidence across... You know, there's instances of dragons or draconic uh, figures all around the world. I just think that it's... It's hard to say, oh, yeah, across all of the world, um, you know, they're, they're, they're all just making up this thing. So I think that there could have possibly been uh, dragons maybe uh, a long time ago. But I believe there's also some theories as to why that there, there may have been these myths and legends. You keep making this reference to they walk among us. Are you <laughs> trying to tell me, Devin? I just think it's funny. That you... Uh-huh. Now finally understand and believe that lizard men are real? No, not at all. In fact, I don't believe in dragons. That's the correct answer. I don't, you don't want to be caught by a lizard man. I don't. <clears throat> so medieval theolo- theology aside, few people today believe in the literal existence of dragons in the way that they may believe in the existence of Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. The dragon... Or at least the dragon version most familiar to Westerners. Oh, wow. Did you just realize you were fucking wrong? No, Westerners. Us, duh. <laughs> Hello? Is <laughs> simply too big and too fantastic to take seriously or literally. I disagree. In modern age of satellite imagery and smartphone photos and videos, it's simply implausible that any giant winged fire breathers inhabit the Earth's lands or skies unseen. Duh, because they're underneath in Hollow Earth! Yeah. However, only a few centuries ago, rumors of dragons seem to have been confirmed by eyewitness accounts from sailors returning from Indonesia who reported encountering dragons. See, it's just the island. We have to find the right island. They're hanging out on islands in, in uh, the Pacific Ocean, where all the volcanoes are. How Next. to train your dragon. Yeah, obviously. We just outlined the history of dragons as they appear in cultures around the world. They are worshipped and feared wherever there are people. You have to ask yourself, is this legend something of a collective imagination, or did the beast really exist in the past, or maybe even the present? Whoa. Are the dragons simply hiding in Chinese rivers, perhaps waiting for Ragnarok or, regar- or guarding some treasure on a remote cave? Could they exist in Hollow Earth? Or even be demons hiding in hell, simply lying in wait for a time when dragons couldn't rule again? If there's any dragons out there in search <laughs> for help, you can dial our number at 555 Dragons Are Real. And reach out to us. And if you're a dragon watching this, make sure you comment below. <laughs> Hit the like, share, and, and fire, and subscribe button. Yeah. Your uh, comments, concerns, questions. So, um, I thought I put it in there. Uh-huh. But uh, there's, um, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that, um, that dragons kind of uh, were like a symbolic meaning for the Black Plague also. But how does that describe it in all other cultures? That's the problem that I keep running into. Because I was when I was doing the research for this, how'd you like the writing on it, by the way? Oh, not so shabby. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I like the story I told. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to find the book you read. It wasn't a book. I did it all online. <laughs> the Wikipedia page. Yeah, there was some stuff on Wikipedia, <laughs> for sure. 
<laughs> I did not know much about much most of these. I didn't know dragons could be found everywhere. But um, <laughs> at a store near you, yeah. Uh, it, the problem I kept running into because as I so often like to do, I like to disprove whatever we're talking about. Um, and I don't believe in dragons, but god damn, that's compelling evidence when you can find them people talking about it in ancient africa ancient america ancient china ancient europe it's everywhere i didn't find anything on australia but i probably didn't look that hard human imagination of monster snakes which sure but they don't they don't really have snake like that large of snakes in every single part of the world right i mean it's, mm. there's snakes everywhere but um you know snakes kill more people a year than any other creature is that a fact? Yeah. That's freaking wild. I thought it was hippos. No. I think hippos. Snakes. Are, hippos are up there, bro. And, and this is before the, and even before the uh, thing of antivin, because I just heard this today, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but snakes kill like 150,000 people a year or some bullshit. Wow, that's it's a lot. fucking crazy. Um, another theory was uh, they were ancient winged beasts that lived with the dinosaurs. Um, sure. But yes. I th yeah, but I think that. In order, humans didn't humans didn't live around the time the dinosaurs did. So, in that theory, they would have had to continue on past the dinosaurs, which I don't th really think that doesn't jive right with me. The dinosaurs aren't real either, though. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and then the other one was uh, perhaps they were rare creatures that existed in early human history, but they were hunted to extinction. Oh, that's very plausible. We do that all the time. Yeah. All also, the time. if you believe dinosaurs are real, <laughs> get off my channel. Um, <laughs> please stay. <laughs> Do you do you believe? Welcome to the audio only portion of this episode. That thing. Yeah, I don't have a lot. For all things we'll take a bite, visit us at greatmanmediaco.com. It's like that. No. Okay, are you serious? This is the this is supposed to be the more riffing part of the episode anyway, so yeah, we'll just bullshit yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I'll I'll we'll theorize. I'll wait on you to kind of pass me the torch as to when you want to bullshit, and I'll I'll go from there. Torch. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to uh, the audio only portion of Wolf Takes a Bite podcast. Uh, I just wanted you to know that this episode was very heavy on content and information, thanks to our Lord, Devin Gray. Uh, <laughs> in the first half of this, which you already heard, but if you want to watch it, then you can do that at uh, our YouTube page, Wolf Takes a Bite. Yeah. Wolf yeah. Takes, I think it might be Wolf Takes a Bite Pod. It should be Wolf Takes a Bite Pod, but I'm I think, I think it's just Wolf Takes a Bite. No, I think we changed it. Did you? That would be awesome. I think you asked me to. So I did. Let me, look, that, let me look. That's what everything else is. Let's. Uh. Yeah. I know. That's. That was a, a mistake on my part. It is. It's Wolf Takes a Bite Pod on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Ta da. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're listening, we've talked about that numerous times. So, uh, if you haven't given us a chance on the YouTube, go do it now. This was a great episode. Yeah. I personally could not have looked better for this episode, <laughs> as a uh, crazy man would look. I believe. A best description of me would be a semi-sober Jack Sparrow. Isn't Jack Sparrow kind of semi-sober, though? Always. Or do you think he's just hammered 24-7? Hammered 24-7. He's got to be, right? But why is all that I'm gone? We recently watched all the Pirates of the Caribbean, actually. Nice. I, I'm a big fan of his work. I am, too. Yeah. I also am sober right now, by the way. This fucking Amber Heard bitch fucking ruined things for everyone. You're in it to win it. So, we were talking about dragons. Yeah, we were. Not pirates. <laughs> Although, Although, the pirates that came back from uh, those islands in Indonesia, they could oh. have been, or they could have been pirates. Somalian I guess it's pirates. Huh? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> What's with the comb, man? I don't know. What's with the comb? You were doing that in the video portion? I just hope you know it's staying in. I got figured. <laughs> I, it was more like a nervous tick thing. Yeah? Yeah. You didn't do any flexing either. Yeah, I know. You had some guns. Vin Diesel thing? I can't wait. Dude, it look, you look like you had 32-inch rims on the motherfucker. Right now? No, on the... <laughs> on this episode? No, on the on the episode I edited. I was saying, if you could talk for, to me from the future of what you're doing in this episode, that would be kind of weird and cool. Dragons. Pirate hats. Somalia. Serpents. Snakes. What, what did you do for this episode? What do you got? 
I don't know. Do you like no probes? I hate no probes. I like no probes. I like uh, I like uh, slithery snakes, though. That's a no probe. And But I like the good ones. The rope that you say nope to. No. You say yes to the good ones. You say nope to the bad ones. They're all no probes. No. I like no probes, though. Some of them are good boys. I like them for a distance. If I get you a snake, would you keep it? No. Why? Jessica has an uh, an, un, an irrational fear of snakes. Number one, so I, I would I would it wouldn't be worth it to me. Do with that information what you will. Oh, I'm, I will. I'm all in it. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Whatever your mind's doing, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Next year's gonna be really bad for her. Yeah, she's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't listen to the full episodes either. So I might be getting fired. <laughs> Just for the love of God, make sure it's on film. Oh, I mean, yeah, you, you're you the one who the camera. No. Yeah. In order for this to work, I can have no part of it. We'll figure it out. Anyway. <laughs> so dragons, snakes, lizard people. Do you have a favorite dragon? Uh, Aragon, probably. Yeah. It was very kind. I'm a big fan of uh, uh, the world serpent. Uh, what was his name? Jor- Jorgen? Jorgen? No, it was Jor- Jorgeddon. Jor- no. no. What was it? Jormagander. Yeah, that's that's the American so pronunciation. So it's your Morgander. Your Morgander. I'm glad you pronounced it wrong. The entire time? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but he's really cool. Bro, you're huge into like Norse mythology, right? Yes, actually I am. And and actually the world snake uh, or the, the, the world repeating serpent. serpent yeah. The one who eats his own tail. I actually do like that a lot. It he's, is, he's dope. It's an overly trope tattoo uh, that yeah, I hate. Yeah, it's lame. I, I I mean it's not lame. No, I just it's w- lame hate that, that everybody gets tattooed. Yeah, it's like a it's like a when a new song comes on and you can't escape it from the radio. It's like, man, this was good. I know, and now I can't get a tattoo because I refuse to have a tattoo that every other motherfucker <laughs> out there that Bliss Waits does have. But you're into like Norse mythology. Have Absolutely. you played the new game of uh not game uh <laughs> life the new um God of War? Oh no. Bro, it's set in Norse Norse mythology. You fight all the like Norse gods. And I'm stuff. really big into the uh, Norse Assassin's Creed though. That one was good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played it yet. It looks dope. <laughs> it is really dope. Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Valhalla. It looks dope. It's basically God of War, but like the better version. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> okay, it's the knockoff version. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's it's really good though. It's, it's still really good. You'd really enjoy it. You have a PS4, right? Yeah. I'll see if I can game share it because I own it. I think you can game share on PlayStation. So dragons. Dragons. <laughs> dragons. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, many people believe that the origin of the dragons came from serpents rather than from snakes and eels. But, Devin, as we all know, eels are an enigma, and that's more <laughs> likely the situation. I think in, a most, in the most recent Thoughts from the Mothership episode, you said, and I quote, put 50 of them in a tank and watch them. Yeah. To figure out how they breed. Nobody knows where eels comes from. Put 50 of them in a tank. And see what happens. <laughs> I was re-listening to that episode. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking heard. But it's a very simple solution. <laughs> it is. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it just spawn. Supposedly. Apparently. Yeah. Cheat codes. Although, you know, as time went on and art evolved, these uh, serpents, these serpents became more and more uh, decorated until they looked more like semi-Chinese dragons or sea serpents. It's also suggested that people saw mutated eels and snakes or thought that some of their surroundings, i.e. eels, seaweed, snakes, sticks, were dragons, and, or actually part of a dragon, thus making them look as if they were draconic. This actually suggests that dragons were formed out of the misinterpretation of artwork, stories, sites throughout the ages. Are you handing me the torch? Mm-hmm. You want to, like, say something? Back to the top. What? What are you talking about? That was the bottom of the wiki page. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, so, for instance, the theory is, if dragons are real, uh-huh. cool. If dragons aren't real, it was just a bunch of people looking at seaweed. Some eels and snakes, and saying, "Oh, that's a big fucking thing." That's that's a good summary of what of the like six sentences you read. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, John. I'm so glad I did this. Torch. <laughs> Torch. <laughs> All right. How about this? So, there's some theories at to what dragons actually were. Okay. It's kind of what I was alluding to. 
There is the bones theory. This theory actually pertains to the remains that people found called dragon bones. So it definitely holds no water in battle from where the term dragon came from. However, it does provide an interesting idea that people thought of bones of dinosaurs to be dragons. You mentioned this. Mm -hmm. You said this yourself. Mm -hmm. That did happen. Yeah, I just don't, I don't think, I don't see it being a viable answer to all over the world. So if they were real, dragons would then therefore be the descendants to such things as uh, dinosaurs. And then therefore, snakes, lizards, and other of those kind of things. <laughs> reptiles? Reptiles, alligators, crocodiles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Would then be the descendant of dragons, but that the evolutionary theory. But that doesn't make any sense because, from what we know about dinosaurs, they were almost certainly just large birds, right? Not completely. I mean, we know that alligators and crocodiles were yes alive during that period. They have remained largely unchanged, other than size, for millions of years. Mm -hmm. That's due to the lack of oxygen levels. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about that in a preview. When, when did we talk? Yeti. Yeti. We talked about that for, for Yeti. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a very valid explanation. They didn't yeah. necessarily get all murdered. And I don't think humans were even around. Not back in By the this point of de-evolution. They just changed. Well, it wouldn't be de-evolution. It would be evolution. Is it? Yeah, they're changing. Well, they went from something badass to bad. So, I mean... You're thinking the of evolution. Po- you're thinking of Pokemon. The <laughs> <laughs> evolution. You don't go from Charizard to Charmander. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You went from sick to suck real fast. <laughs> sick to suck. Yeah, that's a T-shirt. Could be for sure. That's all I'm saying. Sadly, the theory is lacking when it comes to civilizations in China and other Asian dragons due to their unscientific structures. That's what I'm saying. It's just not a viable. It doesn't. Also, like, imagine being an, an ancient human and finding, like, a leg bone of a dinosaur. Well, even in China, they couldn't have originated the theory of dragons from just seeing bones. On the other hand, one might think that they are either adapted to the they either adapted the bones to dragons or they only found some bones whichever the case the theory is not likely that it's uh as a serpent theory is or a dragon theory it's really just like cuz i mean really how many dr- bones and dinosaur bones were found in china like that's what i'm saying like, a lot actually really yeah yeah i think but africa that is... would allude to a flying winged that's beast. what i'm saying it doesn't make any fucking sense right and in asia they don't even got wings so i mean Best case scenario, mm-hmm. Pie Show hanging out, doing his thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's chilling. There's a T Rex skull. Uh see if they found a skull, I would, I would okay. be more T Rex skull, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, just hear me out. T Rex skull, uh-huh. large crocodile body, ish. Yeah, because the T Rex ate the crocodile, but the rest of the T Rex body was below the bones of the crocodile body because this dude didn't want to dig that much so he sees the t-rex go he sees the crocodile body and says oh fuck that's a dragon yeah and And that's why they all look like and they didn't find snakes but they didn't find i just solved the mystery man that just solved the mystery that's why they all look like big t-rexes with long skinny bodies in china with lanterns and glowing shit. So they found the T-Rex skull. Mm-hmm. Then they found the alligator body. But right for next some, to it. It's in the perfect reason, position. But they, but they didn't find the alligator skull? Right. Maybe it got thrown off into a different part. You know, T-Rex is fighting, blah, blah, blah. Massive catastrophe, asteroids, blah. This is a really specific thing that needs to happen in order for this to work. It's all it needs to be, man. It just needs to be one thing. In the world of universal possibilities, nothing is impossible. I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I think that's how it happened. I believe the oldest indication of dragons also comes from Asia. So, Right. I wonder how like you go from Asian dragons 
to somehow them getting legs to somehow them getting wings to somehow them breathing fire. Well, the the fire part didn't come until the Middle Ages, and then the wings and magical part didn't come until it got into the hands of like the great poets of all yonder ye of yeah I, of uh, England and shite. No, but they were they were gods in uh, in Asian culture. Yeah, like uh, the god of money is a dragon. Luck. Yeah, also the god of luck. Yeah, yeah. So if you find this thing. It's lucky. If, now, if you, this story in the word association, due to translation issues, most likely, uh, and lack of visual representation, would go over to England, right? So, so they got the flying thing down, right? They're like, okay, well, these things must have flew. They're magical. They're lucky. They're gods. They can do with it. You know, we can't fly. They can fly. Cool. So they must have wings. They no no. That's what the English thought. Yeah. So that's where the English got the wing part. But you know, in the Chinese culture, in Asian culture, you don't serpents. see them with wings, but they fly anyway, right? Yeah, because they're magic. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Also, uh, I, I might have this wrong, but I believe it's some Asian culture. Um, there are also world serpent type beings that you ever hear of. Like you can't build your house on the dragon head because it's unlucky. It has something to do with feng shui, I believe. Yeah, so you don't build your house on the place where you're digging up dragon bones. No. <laughs> there's like... That just seems like sound advice. Like, supposedly, like in this culture, there's there are dragons that are underneath the world, and you're... And, you yeah, know, in the ground. Yeah. Where they found the bones. <laughs> it just sounds like somebody was like, I'm going to build my house here. I'm like, no, you can't build your house on that dragon head. <laughs> And he was like, oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, that's unlucky. Yeah, it's unlucky because I need that money. I found a dragon head. What, what are you talking <laughs> Just imagine that every wise thing we ever thought was wise uh-huh. came out of a most ridiculous fucking conversation. Uh, probably a lot of that's true. Yeah. 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 So, guy finds T-Rex skull. Yeah, p- pie show. By show finds T-Rex go. This is how this went down, folks. This is how it went down. God finds T-Rex go. Digging in his farm for his rice patties or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. Along, whatever happened to the T-Rex body went away. T-Rex body gone. Alligator body come eat T-Rex head. Alligator die. Something take alligator head. Now you have T-Rex head. Alligator body, right? Cool. Now we got long, big-headed, fucking toothy motherfuckers. <laughs> toothy motherfuckers. Right. Pie show comes along. Somebody else comes along. I don't want to say another name because it's already racist. <laughs> Person number two says, I'm going to build my house here. Pie show said, fuck no. You can't build your house on the dragon head. It'd be bad luck. Pie Show goes on to uh, influence the entire world with his story of this crocodile dinosaur head. Damn right. <laughs> it's quite, All right. It's quite now, a theory. You now have. we move on to story part two. Uh-huh. Episode two. Yeah. <laughs> dragon part two. Return of the dragon. Yeah. Smail- Enter the dragon. Smaug. Enter the dragon. Yeah. How to train your dragon too. Yeah. Story gets out. Mm-hmm. Ingrained in culture now. Yeah. Dude's famous. Pie shows bringing Never got to be an emperor. Emperor loved the story. Decided yeah. to adopt it from his selfish self. Builds entire palace about it. Cool. <laughs> Moving on. People hear about big palace from other stupid place yeah. where they shovel shit. The UK. They find out about it. And they're like, okay, here's the thing. They got a dragon. It fly, but it have no wing uh-huh. like bird. They should have wing like bird. So then they put wing bird on dragon body, and now we have dragon bing. But that's not cool enough. So then poet guy <laughs> says, hey, I want to tell this story, but it's not got enough action. This thing seems too cute. Let's make it cute. breathe fire. <laughs> it's cute. Now it breathes fire. Now it's dangerous. Now you must put hero in place to defeat it because poor little bitch over here... <laughs> Princess Peach is really fucked up about this turtle dragon monster guy. Yeah. Ta-da! 
Now we have history. What about African and North American and South American dragons? So let's review the Eastern dragon real quick. <laughs> the external appearance of the Chinese dragon, thin, long body with four legs, oversized head, no wings. Cool. Flying, out of the question. There have been no creatures proven in science that could fly without wings or wing-like structures. Mm-hmm. So the legs and talons are also out of proportion, but if enlarged, can make a plausible serpent. Pretty much the Chinese and Asian dragons can exist, but not as we believe them to. They would be a little more like snakes with legs. Mm. All right, all right, all right, all right. People have argued this, that Chinese dragons could be filled with a gas that makes them float, not fly. Oh, and then yeah. they slither, litter, litter yeah. through the clouds. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it, bro. I'm with it. I mean, it's only logical, Devin. <laughs> yeah. I even thought of this before I read this. And the arms and legs were just for steering, you know, like water, water in the sky, floaty, dragony egg thing. <laughs> yeah, egg thing. Now, this is highly plausible. Fuck what this says. If you really consider it a gas within a biological being that is enough to make it float, yet still have organs to live, the internal body would have to be so huge to do that. So these things were big. They were big, yeah. Think about how big a T-Rex is. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. So again, flying is probable. Fuck what this says. The other problem is that the body shape and form should be there with their four legs and the body would have to be thicker near the legs at least to hold the weight because the legs need certain muscles to work. And then after this, you would have to, the creature would have to look like a cheetah in scales basically because it's fast. So lizards... (laughs) So lizards are shaped differently than mammals, and then the outer appearance is definitely like a snake reference, so that's why the bottom of the dragon is so fat and big, because it's got to hold all this gas weight. <laughs> and its organs, because it's so big. It's organs. So its mass is large. So that's where you get like the traditional the tra- fat pot belly dragon from uh, King Arthur. Like the trail. Right. Oregon. So this was what somebody... Oregon Trail, dysentery. This is where somebody (laughs) got that idea, put it together, reformed the Chinese dragon, and became what we know as dragon. So, Western dragons also have those huge reptile four legs, long tail with two wings now. Western Mm. dragons. That's that. Well, that's a a Viren or a a Viren. Yeah, that's probably it. It's the head. Now, the, now this is the thing. The Western dragon, it's a head. Uh-huh. Is that of an alligator or a crocodile? Whoa. Okay. What shape, actually? So maybe not a T-Rex? Well, this is the Western version. Because right. they couldn't believe in T-Rex because they never seen one. Pashow had it. Yeah, Pashow had the only T-Rex skull. Right. Pasho, you know what? And that's why dragons are lucky because Pasho was real lucky to find that. Uh huh. And he made a lot of money on that. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. They gave him lots of jade. All that yen. It probably wasn't called yen back then. Probably. Anyway, so it's usually accompanied with horns, spikes, spines on its back. Spikes. Uh, yeah, you know, like a, like, like a stegosaurus. It's got those plates down its back. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so okay, Pie Show found the T-Rex and alligator. <laughs> uh, Lord Kumquat over here found the Stegosaurus, and then they, he, they all made their own dragons. Basically, it's Build-A-Bear for dragons. That's how this went down. I'm very confident. So, so, so are you? So <laughs> thus far, your, your head cannon. <laughs> yeah. 
he found a he found a stegosaurus and he's like well surely this thing can't fly with gas so they must have wings because look how big this body is with all the spines and, and the gas is flammable duh it's all making sense man dude putting it all together you believe in dragons yeah absolutely now yeah yeah. This because of this because yeah. of the theory you just came up with because of what my head's doing yes yeah <laughs> I mean think about this Devin I've yet to see any non insectoid or non aquatic creature with more than four limbs four feet two wings huh huh no 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 you haven't you're right I have have you seen a bird with arms that'd be terrifying <laughs> I would be concerned that would be fucking horrifying. I haven't seen it. So what about a huge insect? No, I have not seen one of those either. So the idea of the Western style dragons being real is plausible because there is the crocodile and alligator shaped head styles. This actually makes them possible. Uh, The creature most certainly can evolve, Devin, you know, Charmander to Charizard. Uh, scientists believe that the first forms of life came out of the water like us, uh, and then rapidly evolved and then became other creatures. Now, the real question is, could a creature evolve enough to actually grow two extra limbs and not so much as they are extra limbs, but they are wings, right? You know, cause wings are like hands without ha- fingers. Although they're like fingers that are that are webbed. It, it, it's a thing. It can happen. It can happen, Devin. We've seen it in the pterodactyls. It's... Help. Help. Another idea is that Western dragons evolved from dinosaurs like the Petrodon. <laughs> P-T-E-R-O-N-A-D-O-N. There, I spelled something for you. Happy? The idea is far more that likely. That is almost certainly silent. Probably. Pterodon, the idea is more likely than that of an alligator or crocodile. Why, you ask? Why, John? Well, evolution is the the betterment of species, right? So uh, the pterodon, if they were to evolve, it could be a step towards draconic features. The wing muscles would have to develop, though, because the pterodon did not have wings like the ones we consider to be so draconic. Also, they would have to grow arms. But in a creature that can go from walking on mainly all four and evolve into a creature that stands on two legs, there might be another chance for the creature adding a few extra limbs as well, right? I mean, especially non-complex ones like arms. Yeah. When I mean arms, I mean frontal legs. <laughs> there could have also been a mutation. However, if the pterodon did evolve, it would have grown to be very large, much larger. Actually, the pterodon was perhaps the size of a turkey at first. <laughs> now, if that were to be combined with the DNA of a T-Rex and a crocodile... <laughs> Although some other larger ones have been found, it is certainly not what a Western dragon would be typically <laughs> described as. Though. So imagine if you take the DNA of a turkey, mm-hmm. the, D- the DNA of a dinosaur. Uh, of a T-Rex. Of a T-Rex. And a giant croc. And mix them together. You got a dragon. You got, <laughs> you got a dragon. Yeah. Easy. Now, some people say the other problem is that dragons are considered to be cold-blooded. You know, so they must have been warm-blooded to flow or to have flown in very cold conditions. They have to be right. Cause they, there there's ice dragons. They gotta be warm blooded. Well, hello. That's concerning at best. Or they would need to fly only when the sun was out because as giant lizards, they would, if they were cold blooded, they would have to take in an enormous amount of sun and heat to be able to stay alive. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it might be possible that Western dragons could be real. Actually, However, they would be much smaller than we think, and they are most likely much smaller than we think, but they would have to be warm-blooded, and that is another mystery completely and entirely, in my opinion. Okay, cool. So we have tiny little dragons <laughs> in, a, in Western culture, and then we have big dragons that are gas-filled snake, lizard, alligator, T-Rex monsters from Pie Show. With turkeys. 
No, the turkeys were in the uh, western. The, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> oh, sorry. Get it's, your shit together. You know, it's just so easy to follow. <laughs> yeah. So simple. All right, so let's let's wrap this up with theories, right? Uh-huh. All right, so dragons, real or not? I put it below the likelihood of Yeti. Okay. But above reptilians. I could meet you in the middle there. I, th- I just think Yeti, Bigfoot, and aliens are real. I, at this point, I'm, I was con- after you hit me with that that chart. Yeah, of the that, that, that's what sold you on yeah, that. Yeah, on the Yeti because I had already believed in Bigfoot, so it wasn't that much of a leap for there to be an Asian. So the human imagination of monster snakes is possibly just one idea of where dragons actually came from. Uh, ancient winged beasts that actually lived with the dinosaurs, they could have possibly done that. But then again, they would have been the most powerful uh, thing. Uh, Maybe that's what wiped out the dinosaurs. Whoa! <laughs> Perhaps very rare creatures that existed in early human history and hunted to extinction, mm-hmm. or literal spawns of hell. Mm-hmm. Maybe even real gods. I don't know. But this has been another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Out of Topic. You son of a bitch. <laughs> this has been another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Out of Dragons. And as always, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wolf Takes a Bite Pod. Leave us a rating and comment on the show. That really helps us bring you the content we want to make you. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Gray Man Media. You can find us at graymanmediaco.com where... While you're there, get the swag. Get the swag. Check out our store and send us pictures of the latest Gray Man swag that you have purchased. Keep your eyes open for more Wolf Takes a Bite uh, content and subscribe to the YouTube channel for even more of your favorite shows. I love you guys and keep your eyes on the skies. Remember, dragons are real. (laughs) We'll see you on the next one. And remember, question everything. They walk among us. Goodbye.